Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Wonderful Father, wonderful Master, wonderful Savior. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. Thank you for waking us up this morning, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, and we magnify you. And we say grace and peace unto all the saints, O Lord. In the name of your name, in the name of your Son, Yeshua Hamashiach. We say thank you, Father. Thank you for waking us up this morning, O Lord. Thank you that it was by your Spirit that touched us and commanded us to awaken this morning, O Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you for another day, O Lord, of... Thank you, Father, for another day of living in your grace, Lord, and in your mercy. Thank you for all that you've done and yet doing, O Lord God in our lives, O oh Father. We 
thank you, Father. We thank you that in you is truth. And that we, Father, are those that seek truth in you by your word, O Lord. We thank you, Yahweh. That because of you we live, breathe, and have our being. We thank you. We thank you for this day, O Lord, for this is a day that you have made, O Father. The second day of creation, O Lord. We thank you, Father. All we need is you, O Lord. You are all that we need, O Father in this life and without you Father we can do nothing as Jeremiah said Lord in Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 which is our key verse today Lord that it is not in man hallelujah it is not in himself in man to direct his steps O Lord Father, we seem to think that it is us that directs our steps, Father. But you are the one that directs our step. You're the one that lead, lead us to where you need for us to be, O oh Father. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Yahweh. Because of you, O Lord God, we can look to you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith and that you give us faith. We ask, O Father, that you would anoint our ears today that we may hear your voice. That we may recognize the shepherd's voice when you call our name, O Lord. For your word said that you are the great shepherd and you know your sheep and you call them by name and they hear you and they will not follow a stranger, O Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. that we know your voice, O oh Father. We thank you for anointing our ears today, O oh Lord God, that we may hear your voice, O oh Father. Father, increase our discernment in the spirit realm. Increase our discernment, O oh Father God, that we may not be deceived by the wicked one, O oh Father. For your word said, Lord, that he disguises himself as an angel of light. And Papa, it's not that we follow man, it's that we follow our following Christ that is supposed to be in that leader or that pastor or that evangelist or that apostle or that prophet. Hallelujah. 
So Father, we ask that you give us discernment, O Lord, that we may be able to discern the true from the false. Hallelujah for as many that are dressed and clothed in sheep's clothing, perpetrating as your sheep, O Lord, as the ministers of the gospel. So, Father, we ask that you cover this broadcast in the name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach. We ask, O Father, that the blood, Father, will flow through the airwaves, O Father, in this broadcast, and that it would touch the heart of the hearers, that they may hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to them individually. For Father, whenever we hear your message, O Lord, your kingdom is here. And we thank you, Father, because the spirit of prophecy is Christ. Christ, Jesus, is the spirit of prophecy. So we thank you, Father, that by the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit, you illuminate in our hearts and our minds to receive your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, good morning, beloved. Good morning to you once again. And welcome to Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is so merciful. He is so great. Hallelujah. And what we're studying today, beloved, is going to give us understanding that it is not in man to direct his own steps. Hallelujah. It's not in us, beloved, that we are directing our steps. Nothing happens by coincidence. Nothing in our lives happened by coincidence, beloved. I wanted to send out a quick text. Hallelujah to um, certain individuals. But unfortunately, my text is not is not is not operating. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is not operating today, and uh, I have to figure out why. Um, glory to God. We are studying, for the last month, we have been studying, and I've been teaching on knowing God's voice. It's so important to know the shepherd's voice, to know God. And, and he wants to commune with you. He wants to have a dialogue with you intimately in a close relationship. This is his desire, beloved. He not only gave up his only begotten son, 
but we must look at the reason why he gave up his only begotten son because of the great love that he had for us beloved because he desired to fellowship with his creation whom the enemy caused to be separated from him today we are in chapter 4 in our knowing God's voice manuals that are provided by Harvest Time International Institute and the title of this is heading in the wrong direction are you heading in the wrong direction are you being misled beloved by those that claim that they are leaders of God but are truly wolves in sheep clothing hallelujah which reminds me of what Paul says in the New Testament where he says follow me as I follow Christ hallelujah are these men and women true women truly following Christ are they truly living out the word or are they only looking for followers to follow them hallelujah are they displaying the fruit of the Holy Spirit glory in their lives or is it all about fame fortune and greatness all about self hallelujah we are following Christ the Messiah looking for and and waiting upon his return beloved turn your swords to Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23 Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 hallelujah this is our key verse for chapter 4 of our uh, um, in our manual and it reads out the uh, King James O Lord I know that the way of man is not in himself it is not in man that walketh to direct his steps it is not in man Himself, beloved, that direct his own steps, but is by the Lord God Almighty. Introduction It is just as important to know how not to do something as it is to know how to do it. A great inventor in the United States named Thomas Edison conducted over 1,000 experiments which failed before he perfected 
the light bulb when asked if he regretted all that wasted time he said no I discovered over 1,000 ways not to do it in the future he did not have to to uh, waste time using methods which did not work in the in the Bible God warns of ways you should not seek guidance for your life if you heed these warnings you will not waste time with non-biblical methods of guidance of which God does not approve this will prevent you from making bad decisions and heading the wrong in, in the wrong direction in your life in other chapters um, we will learn how God revealed his will in the past and how he speaks to men in present time but first we must eliminate the negatives these are the ways you should not seek guidance this less this chapter is so important to the born again believer because there have crept into the body of Christ witches and warlocks that seek God by other means and are leading many astray hallelujah and we need to know how to identify occult practices we need to learn how to identify occult practices every organization or every church that has the name of Jesus Christ on it doesn't necessarily mean that they are followers in the way that they are followers of Christ hallelujah as many organizations that preach the gospel the word of God but yet they fail to believe and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and we've learned in our Roman studies that it's impossible to even walk or live the Christian life to understand this spiritual Bible this spiritual book without the Holy Spirit hallelujah so we need to learn how to identify occult practices and identify those that are wolves in sheep clothing is so important in our Christian walk I tell you beloved I had um, I had a friend for over I say for over 30 years she was my BFF and her mom I would get counsel from her mom and being young in the faith and not and really ignorant of the what I should not do and what should not I should not who I should not be in relations with I didn't understand up until about I say up until about about 10 years ago and this woman she was a witch they called her a white witch beloved witch is witch hallelujah if you 
trying if you're doing other means and trying to get guidance from God, then you're a witch. And we're getting ready to find out uh, um, how to identify them. But she was a witch and found out that they were plotting and planning my destruction all alone. That they were not of God. How do I know this? In uh, my backslidden condition and when the Lord was restoring me back, her mom told me, she said, I am more powerful than you now. And hallelujah, I mean, it was a halt in my spirit. And I'm like, I didn't even know that we were competing. And it's like her whole attitude changed. Hallelujah. The Lord told me that the happenings in my life with my marriage, with the death of my son, was a result of witchcraft that this woman placed over me. Matter of fact, I met my husband through her, through uh, my girlfriend who introduced me to him. See, just because it quacked like a duck, it may look like the, a duck, may even have feathers, hallelujah, that resemble a duck, Not, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a full-fledged duck on the inside. Don't, it doesn't mean that. Same thing applies to a sheep. Just because a person says the name of Jesus Christ or call on the on God doesn't necessarily mean that they're in fellowship with God. Because even Jesus said there's many gods, but there is only one true Elohim. And his name is I am that I am. We must learn how to identify the true I am from the false, the false Christ that many are worshiping and serving today. And there is a false Christ, beloved. The occult. There are numerous satanic practices grouped under the heading of the occult. Yes, indeed, beloved. Many of these practices are used to determine guidance. Occult practices vary from nation to nation, but they include such methods as witches, shaman, sorcerers, magicians, fortune tellers, astrology, horoscopes, the reading of tea leaves, crystals, and you will see uh, the crystals here. You will see a lot of women wearing the crystals around their neck here in California. Cards and the palm of the hand. I remember as a young, uh, a young child and it was in uh, grade school or was it high school? No, in high school, I was a freshman in high school and I met this young man named Mark. I can't remember his name, but he had the ability to, to read the palm of your hand. And one day he asked me, can I read the palm of your hand? And I allowed him to. And I don't know what he saw, y'all. But whatever it was, it scared him. 
and I, after that day I never seen him again hallelujah I guess you know the Lord spoke to him I guess he saw the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah but I never saw him again it scared him hallelujah but you know as a child we do things out of ignorance as you know we do things out of ignorance beloved and I was uh, you know I was not born again at that time didn't you know had, wasn't in a relationship with God and when I became born again the blood of Jesus covered all my mistakes hallelujah occult practices include any form of supernatural involvement which is not of God such practices are motivated by Satan turn your source to Deuteronomy chapter 18 and we're going to read verses 19 to 14 Deuteronomy uh, we're going to read verses 9 to 14 that was Deuteronomy hallelujah that's in the Old Testament Deuteronomy chapter 18 Hold your place at verse 9 and also turn to Exodus. Also turn to Exodus chapter 22, verse 18. Hold your place at verse 18. I'm going to read the, the statement again. He says that. Occult practices include any form of supernatural involvement which is not of God. Such practices are motivated by Satan. God warned his people not to deal with occult practices. Here in Deuteronomy 18 verse 19 through 40 the children of Israel was warned by God. He says distasteable practices when thou art in when thou come when thou art coming to the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible beloved he says detestable detestable practices he says when you come into the land which the Lord your God gives you you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of these nations there should not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire or who uses divination or is a soothsayer or an accor or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a wizard or a necromancer for all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord and it is because of these abominable practices that the Lord your God is driving them out before you it was because of these abominable practices beloved that God was driving them out many people say that you know when they read the Old Testament that God was a tyrant he was mean he was killing up all these folks this is why beloved because they were 
practicing things that was against his will he said they were abominable detestable that were against him and they were the works of Satan and when he sent the children of the warriors that were in the children of Israel to fight against these nations to destroy him them he told him to destroy everything living hallelujah their children the man and uh, uh, male and female old and young hallelujah he did not want them to leave a trace and that's where King Saul got in trouble we're going to talk about that a little bit later let's go on here but thir verse 13 but shall be blameless and absolutely true to the Lord your God for these nations whom you shall d dispossess listen to soothsayers and diviners but as for you the Lord your God has not allowed you to do so this applies even to today in the body of Christ that many are going to soothsayers many are go, uh, reading their astrology their birth date hallelujah their birth date their sign and this is where it all comes from it stems back way way back hallelujah that our forefathers this the, the, the abominable nations back in Deuteronomy hallelujah were practicing these things and this is where we get astrology from many today in the body of Christ is following these devils hallelujah many are not going to like what I'm saying but okay got to say what the Lord says got to teach it how the Lord teach it many of the body of Christ are, have fallen into this great sin it's abomination to God candle burning it's okay to burn a candle if you're having candlelight dinner with your hubby hallelujah it's okay to hallelujah if you want to burn a candle to sit in the window for guy to uh, for someone and 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 back in the 1600s they used to put candles in the windows hallelujah for when the the great great fog would uh, you know fog would enter the land that the um, whoever was traveling the travelers can see the light but it's not okay to go to uh, a, uh, a witchcraft store where they have this stuff candles of Mary and, and St. Joseph and oh it's ridiculous y'all and to burn these things money candles it is not okay for a born again believer to be doing these practices Exodus chapter 22 verse 18 reads you shall not allow a woman to live who practice sorcery you shall not allow a woman to live who practices sorcery whosoever lies carnally with a beast shall surely be put to death 
And beloved, there are many witches that have infiltrated the body of Christ that is in the church, perpetrating as sheep. Witchcraft is the practice of witches, including white and black magic, sorcery, astrology, voodoo, use of portion spells, enchantments, and drugs. It includes all similar satanic practices and worship. Witchcraft and other such satanic practices are spiritual rebellion against God. Turn your swords to 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 23. 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 23. Knowing beloved that this is studying. This is a study of how to know the voice of God. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 23 reads out the Amplified Bible. He says for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as idolatry and tethram household good luck images because you have rejected the word of the Lord he has also rejected you from being king he was talking to Samuel when Samuel rebelled against the Lord God's command God told Samuel hallelujah King Samuel King Saul I'm sorry God, uh, God told King Saul through the prophet Samuel to go into the land Hallelujah! You have to read back in the, read back in the story. He told him to go and kill these people. He said, "Do not take any of their possessions." He told him to destroy everything. He told him to destroy everything. Don't take any of their possessions, because their possessions was cursed. Don't spare no lives. Hallelujah. But he he spared King Og. I think it was King Agog's. Um, the Amalekite. He spared Agag. King of the Amalekites. Saul was supposed to destroy them utterly. Man, women, child. Uh, uh, elderly. Animals burn all the possessions Saul did not do that he listened to the voice of the people and this is where he became disobedient he became rebellious to God's command don't let nobody tell you that you got the spirit of Saul beloved hallelujah that is witchcraft like I said there are many uh, wolves in sheep clothing that can will curse your life when you don't align your will up to their will of what they're doing they will curse you it's a many hallelujah that I have uh, bumped heads with came in contact if God tells me to separate myself I'm going to separate myself I don't have to explain it to you I do not have to explain my actions to you. If God tells me, Jackie, I want you to separate yourself. 
I'm going to be obedient and do that. There was an apostle in Chicago, Illinois called Apostle Franklin. I believe that he started out, God called him as a servant. Then like all most servants, hallelujah, they get pulled um, by the enemy with the, the bling bling, the money. And I was attending this church and, and, and the Lord revealed to me and showed me this man's soul. And he told me, I want you to separate yourself. And I did that. And I did not have to explain myself to no one. And I wasn't. Next thing you know, the women of the church, one, one was named Felicia. And so it's a couple of them came to my house. Hallelujah. With a spirit of arrogance and attitude. Yeah, I said her name. But had no idea of what who they were sitting up under. And whomsoever you sit up under, you're going to receive. Hallelujah. That anointing that flows down from them. As it did as Am when the word of God said it from Aaron, the oil flow from Aaron's braid all the way down to the children of Israel. So we need to be careful at who we are sitting up under, who we are allowing to lay their hands on us. Hallelujah. It's a thin line, beloved, between a prophet of God and a prophet of Satan. It's a very thin line. Very thin. Baal was a prophet of God. He was a prophet of God. And he, because of the, the bling bling, the allure to be famous and rich, drew him away from God. He became a prophet of, for hire. He switched his alliance because of the bling bling. Because of the money, the riches and the fame. So it's a very thin line, beloved. Hallelujah. We should... Uh, give our all to God no matter what Satan will use anything to draw you away from God nowadays beloved it is the God of mammon money clothes riches fame have, are drawing many by the thousands away from the living God it's another form of witchcraft. Uh, the Bible records that sorcerers tried to turn people away from the gospel. Let's go to Acts chapter 13 verse 8. I am not going to be with you guys for long. Today is August the 21st and uh, we're going to have a, a, a eclipse, a full eclipse today. And I do not want to miss that. That's at 9 o'clock and I don't want to miss it. Hallelujah. If the sky clears up because it's foggy out right now. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 13 verse 18. We read about a sorcerer that was trying to turn away the people of God. But Almas, the wise man, for that is the translation of his name, which he had given himself, opposed them seeking to keep the 
proconsuls from accepting the faith. He wanted to keep them, the councils, the deputies, those in authority from uh, receiving the faith, accepting Christ the Messiah. Let's go on. But Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit, looked steadily at Almas, Almas, E-L-Y-M-A-S, and said, you master in every form of deception. Listen to this, beloved. He said, this is Saul, Paul, rebuking this sorcerer. He said, you master in every form of deception and recklessness, unscrupulousness and wickedness. You son of the devil. Uh, you enemy of everything that is upright and good will never stop preventing and making crooked the straight paths of the Lord and polluting against his saving purposes hallelujah I mean uh, Paul did, he did not withheld anything did it he called a spade a spade hallelujah he called it what the Lord was calling him this sorcerer this man and so shall God do today when he raise up the true prophets they will not be afraid or moved by the enemy but will call it what it is sons and daughters of the devil Hallelujah. Verse 11. And now behold the hand of the Lord is upon you. And you will be blind. So blind that you will be unable to see the sun for a time. Instantly there fell upon him a mist and a darkness. And he groped about seeking persons who would lead him by the hand. Who was this man, beloved? We would have to go up. He was a sorcerer that was leading the people astray. And what angered Paul is when Paul was laying hands on the people to re- let's go all the way up, verse uh, chapter one, chapter thirteen, verse one, so we can understand why Paul was cursing this man. Why God cursed this man with blindness. He said in verse 1 Now in the church assembly at Antioch, there was prophets, inspired interpreters of the will and purposes of God, and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, Simeon, who was called nigger, black, Lucas, or Siren. Madden, a number of the court of Herod, the Tetrius, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit separated now for me. The Holy Spirit said, Separate now for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they put their hands on them and sent them away. 
So then, being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Salsa, and from that port they sailed away to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salom's, they preached the word of God concerning the attainment through Christ of salvation in the kingdom of God in the synagogues of the Jews and they had John Mark as an attendant to assist them when they had passed through the entire island of Cyprus as far as Patmos they came upon a certain Jewish wizard or sorcerer a false prophet named Bar Jesus he was closely associated with the proconsul Circus Paulus who was an intelligent and sensible man of sound understanding he surnamed to him Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God concerning salvation and the kingdom of God attained through Christ but Almas the wise man for that is the translation of his name which he had given him opposed them seeking to keep the proconsul from accepting the faith he did not want this this man hallelujah that Paul was sent to minister the gospel of Christ the Messiah to from receiving the faith hallelujah there are some in the body of Christ that are preventing many from receiving the faith witchcraft deceives people revelations chapter 18 revelations chapter 18 and verse 23 reads out the amplified bible and never again shall the light of a lamp shine in you and the voice of, of the bridegroom and bride shall never be heard in you again. Let's go up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go up to verse 21. Then we'll read it down to verse 23. Might go a little bit further. We'll read it to verse 24. He says, Then a single powerful angel took up a boulder like a great milestone and fling it into the sea, crying, Which such violence shall Babylon the great city be hurtled down to destruction and shall never again be found? All of this is going to happen in the end days. Hallelujah. When God brings judgment upon the earth, beloved. Then a single, hallelujah, verse 22, and the sound of harpists and minstrels and flute players and trumpeters shall never again be heard in you. And no skilled arson of any craft shall ever again be found in you. And the sound of the millstone shall never again be heard in you. And never again shall the light of a lamp shine in you. And the voice of bridegroom and bride shall never be heard in you again. 
for your businessmen were the great and prominent men of the earth and by your magic spells and portions potions charm all nations were led astray seduced and deluded and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all those who have been slain slaughtered on earth talk about the great Babylon hallelujah the United States of America is the whore of Babylon I believe I believe it is hallelujah I'm not for sure I'm not don't quote me on that but I believe that the city the great uh, the city uh, that Babylon the great city is the United States of America a certain city within the United States of America is here hallelujah he says sorcerers will not enter the kingdom of heaven hallelujah revelations chapter 22 verse 15 revelations chapter 22 verse 15 and it reads out the amplified bible but without are the dogs and those who practice sorceries magic arts and impurity the lewd adulterers and the murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and deals in falsehood untruth error deception cheating hallelujah for the those are the people that without hallelujah let's go to verse 14 to understand why they without he says bless happy and be envied to be envied are those who cleanse their garments that they may have the authority and right to approach the tree of life and to enter through the gates into the city verse 15 but without are the dogs and those who practices practice sorceries magic arts and impurity the lewd adulterers and the murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and deals in falsehood untruth error deception and cheating hallelujah these will not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not be allowed to enter into the, through the gate to the city, into the city. Hosea chapter 14 verse 9 read, Who is wise that he may understand these things? Prudent that he may know them. For the ways of the Lord are right and the uncompromisingly just shall walk in them but transgressors shall stumble and fall in them hallelujah Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5 read for but be, for be sure of this that no person practicing sexual vice or impurity in thought or in life or in who is covetous who has lustful desires for the property of others and is greedy for gain for he is for for he in effect is an idolater 
has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. But yet, beloved, many are being led astray by the false gospel of prosperity. Many hearts are turned to worldly gain. Worldly possessions. Many, beloved, I know, I know a few of them. Hallelujah. That are lost. That's idolatry. The God of mammon. Glory to God. Called on fashions of this world. Want to be like Mike. Want to be like someone else. I wrote on my Facebook page. The spirit of uh, the spirit of familiarity. Always want to per, uh, portray someone else. They mimic someone else. The spirit of familiarity. My motto is be who God has called you to be. Stop trying to be like somebody else or even desiring to be like somebody else. That's a sin. The book of Revelation reveals the end of those who such who use such shantanic practices in Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. He says, but sorcerers shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Revelations chapter 21 verse 8 reads out the Amplified Bible. But as for the the cowards and the ignorant Notables and the contemptibles and the cravenly lacking in courage and the cowardly submissive and as for the unbelieving and faithless and as for the deprived and defiled with abominations and as for murderers and the lewd and adulterous and the practicers of magic arts and the idolaters those who give supreme devotion to anyone or anything other than God says that they are idolaters (laughs) hallelujah and all liars those who knowingly convey untruth by word or deed all of these shall have their part in the lake that blazes with fire and brimstone this is the second death beloved now is the time of salvation now is the time to repent if you are a born again believer and you call on the name of Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are practicing these things you shall not inherit the kingdom of God but you shall be thrown into the blazing lake of fire with the devil and the false prophet now is the time accepted time to repent Hallelujah. If you've been speaking lies, if you've been telling lies, speaking lies about somebody, telling lies that sister so and so did this to you, it is time to repent. <laughs>
Now is the time of salvation for you. It's time to repent. Because you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And this is why Jesus said that there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Hallelujah. If you read the verse ahead of it, he said, well, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out de devils in your name? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we raise the dead? Did we not do this, Lord? And Jesus is going to turn and say to them, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. He wasn't talking about unbelievers. He wasn't talking about the lost beloved. He was talking to those that called on his name. Now is the time to repent, beloved. Hallelujah. There, this is not, it is unacceptable in the body of Christ among those that call on the name of Jesus. It is unacceptable. All you false prophetess, all you false prophet, all you false apostles and apostolates, it is time to repent and turn from your wicked practices back unto the living God. You shall not inherit the kingdom of God if you are doing what he is saying, hallelujah, what we are studying about. You're leading men astray. No true child of God should be involved in any way with occult practices for purposes of guidance or any other reason. Nor should they be practicing them. Methods of chance. Casting lots was not method of seeking guidance used in the Old Testament. You can read we can read about this use of this method in Leviticus chapter 16 verse 7 through 10 and uh, let's go there Leviticus. Let's look read of Leviticus chapter 16 verse 7 through 10 hold your place there and also go to Numbers chapter 26 Numbers chapter 26 hold your place at verse 55 he goes on the casting lots was one method of seeking guidance used in the Old Testament Leviticus chapter 16 verse 7 through 10 reads he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots on the two goats. One lot for the Lord, the other lot for Hazel or removal. And Aaron shall bring the goat on which the Lord's lot fell and offer him as a sin offering. But the gold on which the lot fell for Azel or removal shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement over him that he may be let go into the wilderness for Hazel for dismissal. And 
Aaron shall present the bull as the sin offering for his own sins and shall make atonement for himself and for his house. The other priest shall kill the bull as the sin offering for himself. Numbers chapter 26 verse 55 reads, But the land shall be divided by lot. According to the names of the tribes of their father, they shall inherit. According to the lot shall their inheritance be divided between the larger and the smaller. Also, let's turn to Numbers chapter 27. Verse, hallelujah. We're going to turn our swords to Numbers chapter 27. Hold your place at verse 21. Also turn your sword your swords to Joshua chapter 18 and verse 10. This is where lot uh casting lots was allowed by God as guidance. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 27 verse 21 reads at the amplified he shall stand before El- Eleazar the priest who shall inquire for him before the Lord by the judgment of the Urim, one of two articles in the priest's breastplate worn when asking counsel of the Lord for the people. At Joshua's word, the people shall go out and come in, both he and all the Israelite congregation with him. Joshua chapter 18 verse 10 reads out the Amplified. Joshua cast lots for them in Salo before the Lord. And there he divided the land to the Israelites to each tribe his portion. The casting of lots were a method of chance. The belief was that God controlled the outcome of the lot which was cast. Casting of lots was similar to the rolling of dice or flipping of a coin today. This method of seeking guidance from God was acceptable in the Old Testament. Now, the only New Testament of use of casting of lots by believers was prior to the coming of the Holy Spirit. The apostles of Jesus were seeking to fill the vacancy left by Judas, who had betrayed Jesus and later committed suicide. Two candidates were nominated for the position. If you would, turn your swords to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 verse 26. It was only one time that is mentioned in the the New Testament that lots were cast. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1 verse 26 out of the Amplified reading, they drew lots between the two and the lot fell on Mathis and he was added to and counted with the 11 apostles special messengers. After this in chapter 2 was the day of Pentecost a little further down then the day of Pentecost came and they all were filled with the Holy Spirit. We do not need to cast lots today, beloved, for guidance, because we have the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, abiding and living on the inside of us. Mathis, the man picked to replace Judas, is never again mentioned in the Old Testament 
in the New Testament record. And that's true. He said, Mathis, the man picked to replace Judas, is never again mentioned in the New Testament record. It is the Apostle Paul who actually feels the vacancy among the apostles. Mathis was man's choice by casting lots. Mathis was man's choice by casting lots because God did not command them to cast the lot. The Apostle Paul was God's choice by the Holy Spirit. When the apostles made up in their mind that they, uh, they wanted to fill the vacancy spot of Judas Iscariot, they cast lots. God didn't tell them to do that. They did not wait on the Holy Spirit. God chose Paul by choice, but with the Holy Spirit. Paul was chosen beforehand by the Holy Spirit to fill the, the vacancy of Judas as an apostle. After the coming of the Holy Spirit recorded in Acts chapter 2, Casting of lots was not used by believers as a means of determining direction. The guidance of the Holy Spirit replaced this Old Testament method. We should not use any method of chance to determine God's will, beloved. We must know God's voice and be led by the Holy Spirit. Fleece. Hallelujah. Fleece. Hallelujah. Turn your swords to Judges chapter 6, verse 36. Hallelujah. Hold your place there. The fleece. There is one Old Testament record of the use of something called a fleece to determine God's will. We can read the story of Gideon's fleece here in Judges chapter 6 verse 36 to 40 which reads out the Amplified Bible and Gideon said to God if you would deliver Israel by my hand as you have said behold I will put a fleece of wool on the thirsting floor if there is dew on the fleece only and it is dry on all the ground then I shall know that you will deliver Israel by my hand as you have said and it was so when he rose early the next morning and squeezed the dew out of the fleece he rang from it a bowl, a bowl full of water and it doesn't say how big that bowl was and Gideon said to God let not your anger be kindled against me and I will speak but this once let me make trial only this once with the fleece I pray you let it now be only dry upon the fleece and upon all the ground let there be dew and God did so that night for it was dry on the fleece, fleece only and there was dew on all the ground you have some believers that are testing God this way. But we are filled with the Holy Spirit and are guided. And, and, and it's the Holy Spirit that has been sent to guide, to teach, and instruct us. Hallelujah. God spoke to Gideon, revealed his will 
To confirm what God said, Gideon put a fleece of skin on the ground. One day he asked God to let the dew fall all around, but not on the fleece. On another day, he asked God for dew on the fleece and for the surrounding ground to remain dry. To remain dry. There is no verse in the Bible that instructs believers to do as Gideon did during this terrible national crisis when great responsibility rested upon him. This event occurred only once in the Bible and as casting of lots was used only before the New Testament outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We are not to see God's will by putting out a fleece. Modern putting out of a fleece is usually done by saying, if a certain thing happens, then I will know it is God's will. But our fleeces are often things that could occur naturally. In the one case of a fleece recorded in the Bible, Gideon already knew God's will. He had heard the voice of God himself, beloved. The fleece was used as a confirmation, not for direction. It was also something that could be answered only by supernatural means. In the New Testament days when Zacharias asked for a sign to confirm God's message about the birth of John the Baptist, he was stricken dumb. Let's go there, beloved. Luke Let's go to Luke chapter 1 verse 18. And Jesus in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus rebuked the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the people that were constantly asking him for a sign. He rebuked them. Hallelujah. For evidence. It says in the New Testament days when Zechariah asked for a sign to confirm God's message about the birth of John the Baptist, he was stricken dumb. This was because he did not believe the voice of God and sought a sign. Luke chapter 1 verse 18 to verse 20 reads and Zechariah said to the angel by what by what shall I know and be sure of this hallelujah I see why he was struck blind blind he was struck dumb here you have an angel of God in your face before you and you gonna ask him to show you a sign but by what Shall I know and be sure of this? For I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel replied to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. And I have been sent to talk to you and to bring you this good news. Now behold, you will be and will continue to be silent and not able to speak till the day when these things take place because you have not believed what I told you but my words are of a kind which will be fulfilled in the appointed and proper time he was struck dumb 
because he did not believe the voice of God and he sought a sign which many of us do today Jesus said that a evil and adulterous generation seek it after a sign Matthew chapter 12 verse 39 he says a evil and a wicked generation seek it after a sign he said and this is in Matthew 12 verse 39 in the Amplified he said but he replied to them hallelujah he was talking to the religious Pharisees the religious teachers the religious leader he said but he replied to them an evil and an adulterous generation a generation morally unfaithful to God seeks and demands a sign but no sign shall be given to except the sign of the prophet Jonah here in our day and time in our this age beloved many are seeking signs they don't believe the word of God and this why is so many are being deceived and led astray instead of believing what the word of God said they seek and they go chasing after prophets and apostles hallelujah where God himself wants to be in an intimate relationship with you where he can sit and talk with you I know this is true and real beloved because God did it with me hallelujah during my, my time of training in his presence God will talk to me like I'm talking to you. I've seen myself walking with Jesus in the garden. Hallelujah. I've seen I've seen myself sitting at the feet of Jesus and he was and I was just not only me I wasn't alone it was others being taught by the Messiah. This is the type of people that God is seeking after. That desire and want an intimate relationship with him. That desire and want to hear his voice. This is why he sent the Holy Spirit to be infused with our spirit. To give us the ability to hear his voice. But this wicked and perverse generation in this age are always seeking after signs. Always chasing after the false. Having itching ears. A fleece can be a sign of unbelief or unwillingness to do God's revealed will. Fleeces which can be answered through natural means can be deceptive and misleading on occasion God has graciously answered those who have asked for some indication of what they should be they should do by a fleece or a sign on occasion God has graciously answered those who have asked the for some indication of what they should do by a fleece or a sign this practice however has been the exception rather than the rule for seeking guidance in the lives of great saints of God 
remember God wants men of God wants men of faith not of fleeces he wants men and women who know his voice when he speaks and have no need to test it by confirming signs either you believe or you don't it is a difference for getting confirmation hallelujah it's a difference beloved when God wants to give you confirmation of something he has spoken to you about by two or three witnesses it is a difference but when you personally are seeking and asking God for a sign you're walking in unbelief you're not believing what he has said to you through his word God means what he says and says what he means in his word and when you have a personal relationship with God you're walking with him you're being taught by him hallelujah both of you are having a dialogue together as best friends there is no room for unbelief hallelujah God wants to have an intimate relationship with you he wants to dialogue with you he wants to walk with you he wants to talk with you now mind you beloved there is another spirit in the church that is portraying itself as the spirit of, of the Holy as the spirit of God it is a false Holy Spirit that leads you you know when people are traumatized by something in their life hallelujah and they're not covered in prayer that is real easy for a demonic spirit to enter in hallelujah something tragic I mean really tragic has happened in their life talking about men and women of God happened in their life and they fall away for a, for a season they fall into uh, sexual sin and, and, and adultery and fornication they fall into those type of sins that and, and they're not covered in the blood of Christ it's easy for them to receive a different spirit even those hallelujah quote unquote has claimed that they died and they came back you can bring something back with you and it's not the Holy Spirit hallelujah there was a young lady in the Lord that said that she died hallelujah that she died on the hospital bed on the in the hospital on the hospital bed in the hospital room or something died in the she died somewhere y'all she was by herself she was alone no one knew this this is what she says now I don't know if it's true or not but they called the ambulance the ambulance came and got her they tried to resuscitate her hallelujah I don't know I don't know if her children called any of the saints or anything we don't I don't know if she was covered in prayer if she was not covered in prayer and she died as she said she did and she came back she was resuscitated a spirit came back with her 
sounding like the, the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit will not tell you to embarrass anyone before unbelievers. Would not in intelligent words curse you or say oh but you say that you are a prophet. Oh you say that you are a minister. Oh the Holy Spirit would not do that. The, the true Ruah Hakadosh would not do that. The true Ruah Hakadosh would not say that you're jealous of me and then point at the physical body. The true Holy Spirit. This sustain the Lord in my opinion, and you know my opinion don't amount to nothing. I believe was not operating by the true Ruah Hakadosh, but by a demon spirit that was per that is perpetrating itself as the Holy Spirit. I'm not blasting the Holy Spirit, y'all. I can only share with you what I experienced and what I know of the Holy Spirit. The, we talked about the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, suffering, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, meekness. This spirit that this woman possessed was not displaying the fruits of the Holy Spirit is what I'm saying. This is why it's so important that we memorize and get an understanding of what the fruit of the Spirit is. Then you'll be able to tell the difference. See, the Holy Spirit is not going to tell you Hallelujah will not, hallelujah, embarrass anyone, be rude to anyone in front of unbelievers. He just simply won't. His job, he wants to draw them to Christ, not repel them away from Christ. The Holy Spirit does not behave unseemly or unkind. So I believe that this woman of this woman of God has received a different spirit. Paul talks about that in the book of Galatians. Hallelujah. But my time has ran out, beloved. On Wednesday, we're going to discuss about false prophets. We're going to talk about false prophets on Wednesday. We're going to get some understanding of what a true prophet under the New Testament does and represents. And there's many false prophets, hallelujah, in the body of Christ today. Many, beloved, many. Hallelujah, we'll argue up and down that they're true. We will find out what a true prophet of God is. Hallelujah. Remember the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gifts how the fruit of the Spirit is the, the description of the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And the flesh is found in Galatians chapter 5 verses I say verse 18 to 23. Hallelujah. Let me make sure beloved. So that you will be able to identify, hallelujah, what is of the Spirit of God and what is not. Galatians 
chapter 5 hallelujah verse verse 19 to 23 like I said verses 19 to 23 that's Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to verses 23 this is the difference between the flesh and the spirit learn it know it preferably read it out the old uh, out of the amplified bible if you have it and we're going to talk about that wednesday hallelujah we might talk about it tomorrow because i'm off tomorrow uh i'll let you know but if not it will be wednesday 7 30 a.m pacific time that it would be 9 30 central and eastern time your time hallelujah father we just thank you for your word on today abba we thank you father god for what you are teaching us hallelujah about different practices about going in the wrong direction falling into the hands of the enemy and being deceived and led astray oh father we don't want to be led astray lord but we want to know your voice we want to know father the characteristics of the holy spirit we want to know truth oh lord father you said in the last days that men will be lovers of themselves that they will have another spirit oh lord and it's not yours Father, we want to know the true Ruah HaKadosh that the apostles knew in the book of Acts, chapter 2. This is the spirit that we want to receive from you, Abba Daddy. To display and cultivate the fruit of the spirit. To walk in true agape love, which has no strings attached to it, Lord. To be sold out to you O oh father father help us find our way, our way back to you O oh lord where we have strayed where we have been led astray O oh lord god where we have been disobedient to separate ourselves and we haven't forgive us father we yield to you today O oh lord open our ears that we may hear your voice O oh father and give us a heart to obey it help us not to be people father that's seeking for signs and wonders but that we're seeking you and your kingdom and your righteousness first lord we are seeking to have an intimate relationship with you O oh father where our mind and focus is on you and you alone and what your word is saying lord not on signs and wonders father for you even said in the book of revelation father that the enemy will have the power of signs and wonders father we want an intimate relationship with you daddy god we thank you father for truth in the name of your son yeshua hamashiach we pray amen hallelujah well beloved Today is an epic event. Hallelujah. 
August the 21st, 2017, where there will be a full eclipse of the sun. And I believe this was prophesied from the book of Joel and also reaffirmed in the book of Acts. This eclipse, this full eclipse, beloved, Hallelujah has hasn't happened for over five five hundred years or something they said, but it is an epic event where the the moon shall completely block out the sun, not for a couple of seconds, not for a couple of minutes, but this will be a full fledged eclipse. It would last about I don't know how long it would last. I have to read the news report again, but it's happening today. Hallelujah. Let us record this in our in our thoughts, in our journals. Hallelujah. As word the scripture coming to pass. Where it said that the sun will be darkened. I believe that when it was spoken back in the apostles' time and Joel's time, that he was talking about a full-fledged eclipse. Hallelujah, it's happening today at nine, beloved, all over the world. I, in certain places, I believe it will be seen. But if you miss it, it's going to be on the radio. Hallelujah. I mean, on the news. Make sure you, you see the news and hear the clip. See it for yourself because it is going to happen. And I believe this is a fulfillment of prophecy from the book of Acts chapter 2. We are definitely living in the end days, in the end times, beloved, and it is time to prepare yourself. Now is the time of salvation. Hallelujah. Now is the time of repentance. Now is the time to prepare. Well, beloved, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face. By sitting at his feet and learning from him. Until next time we meet, beloved, God bless you and shalom.